Welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the official podcast of EverythingAction.com. Hello and welcome to the Everything Action Cast podcast for the week of January 8th, 2024. I'm your host, Zach. I'm your co-host, Chris. And yeah, uh, put on your coolest suit and uh, strap into your BMW because we're, we're talking this week about the 2002 classic, The Transporter, because there's a new Jason Day the movie out this week, The Beekeeper, which uh, we're recording this, neither has seen this yet, but uh, it's getting pretty good reviews and it looks pretty like, it looks like a fun Jason Day the movie where you're just like going around like killing like spammers or something, <laughs> like internet phishing people run by Jeremy Irons. Um... But yeah, but, but back in 2002, he was Frank Martin, the Transporter, um, which I think is probably like the Transporter is probably the movie that like made Jason Statham into Jason Statham, like capital J, capital S, <laughs> Jason Statham. Like, would you agree, Chris? Like, that, like this is the movie that kind of like turned Jason Statham into Jason Statham. The way we think of him now. Yeah, because because yeah, obviously because I... obviously he was, he was he's in like the Guy Ritchie movies obviously before this, and mm-hmm. he was in a couple yeah. other things before this. But like, this is the thing that like turned him into like. Yo, action superstar Jason Statham. Yeah, if you're thinking of action superstar Jason Statham, this is it. If you're thinking of, like, I, I kind of did watch Lock, Stock, and Smoking Barrels, and I knew him as the fast-talking guy, you know, yeah. in that. He barely fights anyone at all in that, just yelling. And then he was in, like, Ghost of Mars and, you know, The One before this. Wait, it, the, the, one was, the, one, the, the one was the year before The Transporter. Okay, because I always confuse when I saw what. Because I saw um, Ghost of Mars like on rental, so I didn't know that th- this came first. But I think it, I saw Transport in theaters. Mm-hmm. And Ghost of Mars I rented, so it was just like a blur of when these came out to theater on the rental again. And then obviously from the Transport, you, you know, you go into like Italian Job and Cellular and Transport Two and uh, Crank and, every, and all the other you know Jason Statham movies you associate with Jason Statham. Yeah, and that's where we get the modern day Statham is basically yeah. this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right where you say this is where he gets kind of first bill credit and the action, I guess, status because he's earned it through this. It's a, he's a different type action hero, and it was different. Yeah. And um, before we get into the actual like movie, uh, some other like kind of background stuff. Um, so one thing I learned, um, kind of researching, because I, I, I didn't realize it was like this, like tightly connected, but it's ba- it's basically inspired by, um, there was a series of BMW short films that BMW like sponsored called, it was a series called The Hire that starred Clive Owen. And have you, have you seen any of those, Chris? No. Yeah. So, so BMW basically like, like commissioned these short films and they actually got like, it's, it's this crazy like the level of talent involved in this is insane. Like I don't know how much BMW spent for this, but it was like probably a lot because you know they, they had directors like Ang Lee, and Guy Ritchie, and uh, John Woo, John, Joe Carnahan, Tony Scott, Neil Blomkamp, like all, John John Frankenheimer, like all, all these guys directed like these like individual kind of like f- movies that were like Clive Owen was like the the driver quote unquote, and then he was like like he was basically a transporter, and then he would like drive BMWs around and like be in like every every film like he would be in like a they're like they're like ten minutes each, but he would like be hired by someone or be like he'd have some sort of job in the, in each one. Then that's like the kind of like short film was like, oh, he's like transporting this guy through like a, a war zone, or he's like uh, he's like get this guy to like the airport, and then he's but they're like hunt, they're like getting chased by mercenaries or something. And it was and it was, it was all kind of like, it all kind of had like the feel like what our director was like directing it, and also like like tons of like like big name like co-stars is like you know like Forrest Whitaker's in, in one and like Mickey Rourke and Stellan Skarsgård and F. Murray Abraham, Gary Oldman, <laughs> Danny Trejo. So so that series that series that series started in 2001 and then um Luke Besson who produced the Transporter basically said like yes that series was like like basically our inspiration for the making of the Transporter. <laughs> I, mean, all... I didn't know there was a whole origin to transporting things. Yeah. I thought it was just taxi cabs. Yeah, they're they're all they're actually all, the, the higher series. I think they're most of them are on YouTube, and actually you can watch uh, the first one. Like it's called the Ambush. It's on uh, everythingaction.com. I put it up for our Everything Action Theater to tie into this episode. So you can go watch that over there. 
and uh, yeah, so it, it, very, very transport is a super, very French <laughs> action movie. Um, it's yeah, I, like produced by Luc Besson, um, directed by or co-directed by Louis, Louis Leterrier, and also and then Corey uh, Un, who we talked about last week, who directed uh, Yes, Madam. And I think they they kind of they kind of sell when it came out and it kind of like they were selling it as like this is like Corey Un like fully directed movie but I think as it, as like the years have gone on it's like he directed the action and Louis Theriot directed like some of, some of the other stuff so they kind of, they kind of like they co directed it and then uh, uh, Pierre Morel who directed Taken like you know a couple of years after the Transporter is the like director of photography for this movie so. Yeah, it's this, it's this full-on, like, ac- French action, like, super team. <laughs> all on, like, Core UN. Behind it. And, wow. and you know, it's set, it's set in France. It's very French. Like, you know, you have Inspector Tarconi is in there. It's, like, the super French cop that is, is running around. It's all... I, mean, it's I, all... Always thought, I always thought that was sort of, like, a Detective Clouseau guy. Just yeah. hanging out in this Parisian town. Yeah, like in like in Frank, like is Jay Statham, like Frank Martin, just like is like operating out of the, you know the French southern France, just like doing jobs. He lives on the French Riviera, like very posh. Yeah, they never explain how he made his money prior to moving there. It's it sort of he just lives in this crazy seaside tower. Well, he was he was like a special ops soldier. In, in some sort of you know British SAS or some or something, and then and then he became a you know driver slash mercenary, and he's and it, apparently he's been the transporter for like a while because people like know to call him and like, he has a, like this big reputation like for like transporting things, and yeah, apparently it's a like a very lucrative business guy yeah, because he because he bought yeah he bought like basically like a like a fortress like this old like fort or something like on like the french riviera and well, if you had, look closely if you look closely at the top of that house it's a lighthouse yeah mm-hmm. so does he maintain that lighthouse is he just like <laughs> yes. the lighthouse guard? is he like it, it's a crazy like is that he a got, decommissioned lighthouse he got a discount because it's like well you can yeah you can buy this yet buy this like lighthouse fortress but you have to you have to operate the lighthouse like that's why he's able to afford it. Yeah, and then he's also got you know obviously he's got he's got his BMW, which the the whole opening of this movie. Now that I know that it's you know it's based on this BMW like short film series, this, the, the entire opening chase scene is basically like an episode of like The Hire. <laughs> that's, that that's makes like their, a lot that's, more sense. That's, that's like their homage to like that that series because it, it it's and it's it has all the trademarks to like they're like showing off like the capabilities of the BMW and. Jason Statham is, is like talking about like the suspension and all that stuff, and like they're showing off like the dashboard and all that stuff. You know what's crazy? Uh, I didn't notice this when I was young, watching this first few times, but now I'm noticing how many product placements there are in this movie. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, like Orangina. <laughs> Orangina like... becomes a very plot-driven product. Because it's yes. the, it's what like downfalls him. If maybe if you bought like another well, so, drink, well, it would have been well, different. Well, like it's like saves his life because he like buys orangina and then like no, it's, like no, not there. no. The set he buys Pepsi for the second one. Oh yeah, uh huh, yep. From, well, it's, orange... it, it's from a, it's from an orangina machine, but yeah, but he, he bought Pepsi because like, the machine is an orangina machine. Yeah, yeah. And then what? What? what uh, there's BMW, Mercedes Benz. Obviously, he steals into Mercedes Benz later on. Um. I feel like there's like a big, uh, I'm trying to think. There's like another like big one. I can't remember what it was. Like, well, uh, one of them was something. like Tiger. Tiger was the oh Tiger Tiger company. beer Tiger beer. Yeah, that's all over the place. Yeah, Tiger beer. Uh, I'm also thinking maybe the cell phone, but I, I, I it's like very like I'm already like bombarded by so many things. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. The phone, the phone is not as important as like you know, like the Matrix or something. Where they like, like, like show off the phone, like the Motorola phone or whatever. Like, yeah, buy this phone. It's cool. That's how you get to places. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, again, the Orangina thing was interesting just because it made me think. When's the last time I had an Orangina? Let alone, I don't know who sells it anymore. I, I guess something I have to like really look for. I'm sure you could probably get it on like Amazon or something. 
I, it used to be very popular in the late 90s. I remember buying like Orange Eye and thinking how like refreshing it's going to be. Then you have it and you're like, ooh, it's like, <laughs> it's like not as sweet. It's like super watered down, like orange juice. Yeah, yeah. It's what if someone tried to really stretch out a gallon of orange juice and <laughs> four gallons of water. Yeah. But yeah, so we get the, we get the opening the opening car chase where he is uh, transporting bank robbers. Who those those bank robbers seem very like low class for like hiring Jason like the, the transporter. Like how did they get his number? Like they just yeah. seem like bumbling idiots. If Jason Statham posted his job listing in some sort of like CD club, it's like, hey, you need a driver? Call me. This is the kind of crew that would call them. Yeah, but their plan was to just, like, run in, grab money, run out, and hope the driver's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Crazy plan. And then they, try, then they try to, like, trick him, like, oh, we got an extra guy, and he's like, no, like, <laughs> that wasn't the deal. Because that's, like, history rules has never changed the deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the deal's been made, can't unchange it. V- very cool and dramatic, but... Um, in the terms of morality here, like, he doesn't care what happens to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, the dude gets shot in the back of his seat, which could have gone wrong, and, like, I don't know, damaged his car, which made Frank mad. You know what I mean? Like, Frank was all about, hey, my car's my life, and the guy just yeah. blew this guy's brains in the back. He's like, ah, I didn't mean that. Mm-hmm. But I do like it shows that, basically, they are a no-nonsense crew. You know, like... For, for such bumbling crew guys, they went for, like, a really big extreme of eliminating one of them. Yeah. Instead of, like, telling them, get out of the car, they're just like, nope, dead. Like, Yeah. Dead is better? I don't, I don't know. But then they already had, like, another getaway driver. Yeah, that's the weird yeah, like, they're, 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 Frank is driving to another driver. <laughs> like, well, I would have found the deal to, to take them away out of the city besides drop me to the coast. Well, they try to get caught again. Yeah, that's what they try. They try like, oh, we need to drive like to this, this other city, and he's like, no, it was the deal was like this point. That's it. And then they're like, all right, right. And they get, but they get like the other guy's the waiting is, there already. But they know that that Frank's like he's got a reputation. It seems like he's infamous at this point. So yeah. wouldn't you just be like, I need to make very clear what the deal needs. Like you, like it's not like Frank's a bad person for that. It's more like they shouldn't. Justi- they should have justified the deal. They should have been okay before we agree. Like, let's also do a part, like second deal, or before this all went down. Because I feel like after this, Frank's like, yeah, no, people are gonna be looking at this BMW right now. Well, apparently, well, we, we find out later. Like, you can just make it like if your deal, if your first deal is done, you can just make a new deal with him. Because like that's what like uh, you know Vince from Fast and Furious says later. It's like he delivers like the first deal, and it's like, oh, we want to make a new deal. He's like. Sure, whatever. Yeah, see, it, it doesn't see like that's why I'm like, I right, I don't know why they break the rule. It's not like he was he needed the money, and it's yeah. not like uh, they they had something to give him that was way worth it. But uh, we'll get into that part rule when we get you know soon. But I don't know. Like that's the thing. Like it just seems like his deal fell apart for no reason. His his like like even in like compare this to Drive now. Side note, do you think Drive is on the same level as the driver? Like, I mean, the Drive is somewhere oh, in the like, realm like, of Ryan, guys. like Ryan Gosling? Not, well, yeah, yeah. The Ryan Gosling movie, the American version of Transporter, basically. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But he adheres to, like, a code. He breaks it. It goes bad. He has to clean up his own mess. Mm-hmm. But for him to break his code, it made sense. And then when he does it here, it, it's sort of like... I don't know, like, it, it comes out of, like, a plot, like, it just, like, hey, we have to just move this along, or else we watch Frank just pretty much do, be awesome, you know, like, we, yeah. it, it's that MacGuffin. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just thought, okay, he already broke one rule, then he's like, fuck it, let's break two, you know, like, he kept kind of going. It's also interesting, like, like we were watching it so recently, too, like, it's interesting that, like, this opening scene is, like, really, like, the only big, like, Frank behind the wheel driving sequence because yeah. like the other the, the other two movies that have featured Jason Statham are like all about like he's in the car for like most of the movie and then this one is like 
you get this the opening sequence and like the rest the rest of the movie is like a lot of like you know fights and other stuff but like and then you like lose like he even like loses his car completely <laughs> like halfway through like like a third of the way through twice he loses two cars he loses his bmw yeah when it blows up in his house no it blows up in the the street yeah the gas he station has a mercedes yeah yep. the gas station then he has a mercedes that he stole and that blows up in the house he has. <laughs> yep. And then he pretty much doesn't drive anything for a while. He's more like, yeah, he's not the transport. He's like the runner. <laughs> like, he does a lot of running. A lot of running. A lot of random um, hopping onto things. But yes. Mm-hmm. It, it's, again, what, what, it's definitely just to introduce him and his crazy abilities. Not so much his prowess. Because, I don't know, it, do you think that just maybe that set part of South France just they don't deal with a lot of car chases, so <laughs> you know they just yeah. not prepare? Because it seems like the cops were just not ready for a, a car chase. Like he's driving a sports car, a, a, a late nineties sports car, and the police are driving like I don't know, like eighties, like <laughs> high end, like, yeah, things you would think like a, a Taurus, things of French police cars. He's also like he's not doing that crazy of moves. Like he's he's doing like precision driving, but he's not doing like crazy stuff. Like, yeah, the, the, crazy, yeah. the, crazy, the crazy thing he does is like jump off the bridge and like ends up on like onto like, a, like, a like, carrier tra- tra- transport. Yeah, which is the I think the only big stunt in the car that is just unbelievably impossible. I mean, granted, yeah. they get crazier from there. Like they kind of get in that territory of like your car would explode. Just the stress alone, but well, they, I mean, they, they, off the bat, it does it. It jumps over like a knee-high wall. <laughs> yep, but yeah, and he, he he times it absolutely perfectly, and there's like conveniently a slot where that truck, like where there's for his for his car on that truck. I'm fine with that. Like he sees it though from his yeah. rear view to time it because he basically had no plan besides I guess I'll jump it and then <laughs> we'll deal with the street level. Yeah. But I also think in Frank's mind during that getaway drive, he's not. If he gets caught, he can just say, "Oh no, they they ran in my car and held me hostage." Like that's his <laughs> backup plan. I mm-hmm. think it makes sense. If I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure drive, yeah, I'm sure he's got like contingency plans for everything. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, officers, like I'm just I'm Frank. I I'm, I'm a uh, I'm a British soldier ex-soldier yeah. who's living in france who happens to have an awesome souped up car and i'm wearing driving gloves yeah don't worry about that um so yeah like that's why like in my head he's pretty smart about having i will meet you at the crime mm-hmm. um but yeah pretty much the detective knows it's him like right oh, after that, he's like, yeah. "Hey, like I know it's you." Yeah, Tar- but yeah, because Tar- you didn't kill Tar- anyone. Yeah, Tarquin knows exactly what Frank's doing, but like, it, like there's never like he doesn't have like if because Frank is so careful, like, he doesn't have the evidence to like you know directly like tie him to it, or you like or he or he doesn't care because he's not really like like people aren't getting injured or like people like or it's only like criminals that are getting injured or like getting arrested, so it's like he doesn't care. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that they. Um they're okay with for the beginning because I do, I, yeah I, was, I, I feel like um watching this the first one again like tarconi is definitely more like he, he seems more like like cagey and smart in this one and then they made him like more like comic relief in the next two ones that's what i'm saying like, it, it's basically he becomes uh detective clouseau inspector clouseau by the time they get around to it because I think it was like two or three, like it was just like he had the whole subplot, like it was like, I can't, Frank, we gotta go fishing, come on, like. Yeah, it's yeah. um, it's weird because you figured their friendship would be over at that point, mm-hmm. and also Frank, not to spoil much, but Frank like has a gun to that his head <laughs> as a decoy. You can't just well, be that was, like that was a, that was Tarconi's idea. Yeah, but, but like the police will still be after you, and then. <laughs> They know who you are, you know. You just can't walk out of a police station, which I mean, he does. Well, I think he moved, like he moves, like so, like to a different country or something in Transport Two. Okay. I think I think he leaves. Yeah, he leaves France. He goes to Miami, and then like, I think like, three's in a totally different one. Yes. Is three like like Estonia or someplace? Like it's some yeah. 
Okay, so you just can never go back to south of France, then. But 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 somehow Tarconi is always showing up. Like he's like, "Hey, I'm on vacation in Miami. Like I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> go fishing." Oh, I'm I'm okay with that, just because you know it. He's just like the the, I guess the like detective part, like you know the the like law justice part of Frank. Yeah. He needs that voice of um reason? French reason? <laughs> but yeah, he's 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 definitely way more like crafty and smart and like he knows exactly what's going on in, the, in this first one and then it, like he just gets dumber in the next two, but yeah, it they have a fun dynamic in this first one. Yeah, and then yeah, uh I, I like it. And, and then Frank gets his next transporter job, which is for Matt Schulz, aka Vince from Fast and Furious. Skinny Vince, because he yeah, is yeah. totally not how I remember him. I think the the year after Fast and Furious, because like Fast and Furious was like two thousand one, right? And yeah. This is two thousand two, so. And yeah, it's 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 to deliver a bag to from a random a random town in France to his mansion. Which now this like watching this again, I like I I I was watching it. I read the Wikipedia. Like it's like. What what was the point of this like what is the point of this like mission like job like what what was because no idea the henchman that, could that, have done it it's the same henchman and and why why was um because we, we you know we find out obviously that like um there's a woman being transported Lai who's played by uh Shu Ki who's a like this, I think this is like your only like Hollywood movie but she's a massive massive Taiwanese actress like she's like one of the biggest oh, yeah, Taiwanese actors all time everywhere yeah. but- like I'm Hollywood. This is like her one thing. She's like, I'm done. I'm not doing Hollywood anymore. <laughs> like, but yeah, uh, so, yeah, yeah. But they're, yeah, they're trans. So she's getting transported. But like, why? Why is she getting transported? Like, what was the whole point of her being transported? Because they, because so like, she she was trying to like spill the beans on her father's her father human and, trafficking advance because they're human trafficking. Yeah, they have a human trafficking deal. But like, why not just like stick her in the container with the other like? Human, tra- human tra- trafficking people, or like, like have her, just like have her father just holds on to her and be like, "You're gonna learn," because that's that's basically what happens later on. Is like he just like holds her hostage, but like, why, why did he like send her to like his partner in a bag? No idea. It just made like eight, it made everything goddamn worse. Because that, because that, because that blew up their entire that, that blew up their entire scheme. Like if they never did that, they would have gotten like their human trafficking victims in no issues. If I mean. The car that they drove the bag in to drop to Frank was significantly big enough for three people. Yeah. And it seemed like Shuki is, like, 50 pounds? Like, you know, I, yeah. I don't know how, how big a, like, what was it, like, four kilos? I, I don't, you know, like, it didn't seem like a lot you know, from what they're describing. Yeah. And how they just handled that bag. It seemed like yeah, nothing she, was in there. She, she fits in a duffel bag <laughs> that fits in, like, a BMW truck. And then the way the hench, I get it that the strong henchman put her in there, but he did it so effortlessly mm-hmm. to like dump this human body in this BMW trunk. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, if I, I couldn't understand either. Also, how long was the drive between the drop off point at 7 a.m. to like, I don't know where he was going. I have no frame of reference of like how far in France he was driving with this woman. It seemed like a while because he st- he like stopped for lunch and then they stopped again to, like because she needed to go to the bathroom and then like, all all the all the wacky hijinks of like her trying to escape and then him like fighting those cops with her like using her as like a weapon basically. Okay, but was that like a five hour drive? It's, it had to be like, like it had to be like a, all day kind of like or, like he left in the morning and they got there like it seemed like late afternoon or something or like late afternoon, afternoon so time. maybe ballpark let's say worth six hours yeah six hour drive but it seemed like everyone else in this movie can drive wherever they need to go within minutes or hours <laughs> you know like why is Frank's casual cruise around France six hours. <laughs> He just wanted to take it like the, like he's taking the coastal like he just wanted to see the yeah, countryside he, like if you if you think about where he drove through and I thought about it like he picks them up at some some like uh port like he picks them up at some coastline you can see the water yeah okay 
like a beach town. He picks him up at a beach town, basically. He drives through the city, through the countryside, through a mountain, to the gas station. Then he drives to another city where he drops her off at a mansion. Yep. That is not like a remote. It's on a busy street. Because it's only private. It's like a whole block that they live on. And then it's like private um, like entry road. But because it's gated. But I was thinking, I was like, why do all this? It seems like if you're human traffickers, this is the worst human trafficking. Like they themselves, the villains themselves are transporters. And they and like the like the dad or Vince never give a reason why they were doing it. Like it's not like there wasn't a teacher a lesson or like it's like a, some sort of weird deal between them. It's just like, oh yeah, we just we just put you in a bag. Like <laughs> Yeah, they never mentioned why they did that particular transport. Yeah. But mm-hmm. everything else makes sense because she is she wants to spill the be- stop figure out how to stop the operation of the cargo people. Like, yeah, it, 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 there should have been just a, a line of like, "Oh, I sent you like I sent you to my partner because I couldn't kill you, but he would or something or like just some some sort of explanation of like yeah." That, that totally would have justified everything. Then. It's it's such a huge plot hole. Like if you think about it, it just like 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 the entire move, the plot just like crumbles. But if you don't think about it, it's fine. But, like, they could have fixed it. All, yeah. you know, if they could have just said, "Oh, Vince was going to is is go, you know is gonna uh, teach you a lesson or kill you or or I, or I, or he want like he wanted you f- like for like his personal use or something and icky like that He's and got then, a like weird crush, you know, like, yeah." Vince is already the villain. There's yeah. no harm in making him worse sounding. Mm-hmm. He just sounds more because he was already kind of. I don't know. I feel like he was into to Jason Statham a bit. Like he was flirting <laughs> with him. Did you get that? I like. I like this guy. Yeah, I was like, uh, I'm, I'm gonna like meet cute. I'm gonna blow him up, but I like this guy. Okay, uh, we'll get into we'll get into this part, but. Yeah, so him, I, I didn't mind his acting for it. It was kind of different, and I mean, he was like a kind of was, a. Yeah. Was he supposed? Was he supposed to be French? Because <laughs> like, because no. he, he, he calls Jason Statham a foreigner. And I'm like, yes, like, I heard that like, too. Oh. He's like, he's like, you're a foreigner, dude. Like, you're not French. <laughs> you are the. You're so American. I've been living. I've been living in France for a year. I'm French. I'm a native French person. Bonjour. Um, <laughs> I've gone native and I like cheese and wine from breakfast. Like what? I I don't know. I don't know why he's like you're foreign, right? Like yeah, so are you. Like what is that, what is that gonna do with the deal? Yeah. Uh. So yeah, Vince is interesting because he does that. Hey, let's do a second deal. And yep. in the movie, they did that deal because he knows he opened the package. Somehow, Some, so, cause, because in yes, that, like, because she's like, he knew, because like, because like, because uh, like, Lai like, like, is like squirming or something, so he's like, oh, you must have opened it because she's like squirming and trying to get out or something. But maybe in six hours, yeah, of yeah. course. And it's like you didn't, a, you didn't give her drugs or anything to knock her out. B, or he, or, he's not blindfolded. You, you just yeah. put like duct tape and the most like soft rope on her. I guess, I you guess, know, just like, to be. Sh- just be sure that like he didn't find out about their like smuggling business, but like if you didn't transport in the first place, he he never would have found out about the, sm- the smuggling business. So yeah, they themselves added that dumb, yeah. um, like loose end, which they mm-hmm. try to fix. Which okay, I if they were their plan was to kill him anyway, that's fine. But he explains you looked at the package, and it's just like, yeah, uh. Like he, I think when he gets confronted later, he says, "Oh, we try to kill you because you look at the package." He's like, "How yeah. the hell did you, broke, you know? You broke, you broke your own rule, man." <laughs> well, it should have been, "Oh, you shouldn't have set the, the bomb." Like I thought he was gonna say something like that, where it's like, it wasn't even about the girl at that point. It was, "Oh, you broke your rule about making a second deal right after the first deal was completed." Mm-hmm. I don't know. See, see what I mean? Like it. it, it they're just, I don't they're get just, hung up, but they establish that, and then that's why in the next few movies, no more of those rules. Those <laughs> rules are pretty much like yeah. restarted. And these, 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 like, yeah, like Vince and uh, Rick Young in this movie are just like they are just causing all their own issues. <laughs> like yes. they just, if they just, just like not like just keep like don't even do like 
their deal would have went through perfectly fine. They would have gotten like 400 Chinese people into France, smuggled in. They would have been rich if they never just not like dealt with the transport, not did this weird kidnapping scheme. If they just didn't use the transporter, I, you know, the, and here's the thing. If you know his last job was with those bumbling burglar, uh, bumbling bank robbers, to, like, you're like, yeah, that's the guy we want. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that works for anyone with the right money. But yeah, so they, so Finch tries to blow him up. He survives because he bought, he bought Pepsi. <laughs> For the cops that were in his in his trunk who did die, they got blown up really good. But but the, you know, so they they blow up his BMW and then he goes back to the house for, and just kicks everyone's ass looking for Vince, but he's not there. But he basically kills or like maims everyone else there. I do like that sequence because it's it's shot totally different than the rest of the movie. Yeah, it's well, it, all it's the like camcorder and a little low quality for some of the the angles at the time. It's it, it's almost it's almost like choreographed to the score too. Like I feel like it's like choreographed yes. to the music. Like it's like every movement that Frank does is like it's like to the beats. Like it's it's like a weird like deliberate like all the movements is like very deliberate. To like it's almost like like sync to the music. So did you ever see Kiss it Kiss the Dragon? I think so. Yeah. I, I think it's another Corey Young movie. Yeah. Uh, I think like half the same sum team, and it's very similar in tone with the um, where it's like trying to infuse like a little bit of of hip hop and dance music, yeah. I guess, because it's that technical techno, yeah. But well, the, the, the score, yeah, the score is definitely it's like Euro, it's, 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 yeah, Euro it's, it's, it's trance. I don't know if it, it's not trance, but it's like Euro electronic, like Euro, yeah, electronic is a better word. But also, but also, just like, but like these like very like aggressive like like these like needle drafts that come in and like there's it's like just like out of nowhere. It's like you know, like that the uh, nocturnal song, like music, or like the Nate Dog song. Mm. <laughs> just like, but it's it's like in the middle of a scene. It's just, oh, this, this like this song just like starts blasting like full volume. Like <laughs> it, it is shot like a music video. I feel yeah. like it was um, a very striking, I guess, scene just because it's kind of aggressive and and it still holds up. Like in in I see all the you see all the action really well. Mm-hmm. It's understandable. It's not like shaky cam fighting, like you know. What I mean, like it, it doesn't have that issue that a lot of martial art movies had in the two thousands, where basically you just see like blurs and you see like the camera shot from like the shoulders. Oh yeah, yeah. We were like, I think like uh, Born Identity came out like the year before this, maybe, or like around this time. And then we're yeah, we we're getting into like the shaky cam, like really like. Try to be like like naturalistic action, <laughs> but yeah, this this is like very you know super choreographed, super deliberate. Like everything is like very like paced a certain way. It also has like the um like there's guys with axes, which it feels like is like a very like Hong Kong kind of like touch to it. Like guys just with just to show up with axes. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, in this rich house, there's two fire axes just <laughs> yeah. for safety. Yeah. Is that just some, um, I guess, requirement in French houses? It's like, all right, you got your fire extinguisher and you have your fire axe. And I think, and then, Look, I think don't forget, the, it, the new 2004, I mean, 2024, time to change your fire extinguishers. Yeah. I feel like I feel like in this scene too, and then the rest of the movie, like the action scenes too, like all the action sequences really. Um, there's a lot of Jason Statham, like really like stretching or like kind of like contorting himself, or, like contorting the, the guys around him. That, that's like his kind of like trademark is like, I'm gonna like I'm gonna like twist these guys into like I'm, like I'm gonna twist myself around these guys into like a pretzel and then like f- like flip them all at the same time or something. Or like I'm gonna hold one guy with like like, like foot this way and like hold another guy with a like, hand this way. Mm, I don't think that's a Jason Statham move. Well, I feel like I feel like because like he was like you know he's like a diver or something. I feel like that's like they're showing off of, like his like flexibility or something or like his like. Mm, see, but also, also, also his martial arts because like he's like you know uh, was he tra- I think he trained in like kickboxing and Wing Chun and some other stuff, karate. We're talking about Jason Statham himself J- or Frank? Jason Statham, yeah. Oh, 
Ah. So that it's like a Wing Chun kind of like flow that that's a Corey Young choreography. Mm-hmm. And I see that I say that because I've seen a lot of Jet Li movies in the nineties. Yeah, and, and Corey, Corey, much Corey, the Corey Yen, yeah, Corey Yen did all those the fight choreography, all the all the Jet Li like nineties movies. So, so that's why I'm like, no, it's not a Jason Statham trademark. It's a Corey that's Yen a, trademark. That's a Corey yeah. Yen trademark. Try yeah. to cluster your enemies. If he's fighting more than two people, hug them all together, and then somehow hit them all at once. Like that's yep. a that is a Corey Young move. Like, mm-hmm. or or they do that trademark thing where it's you have three attackers. You start backing up and start deflecting them all the hits. That's another like staple. Yeah, I think he does that in two. I, I think that was Corey Arn in that, but and there's definitely like a stance that you see um, happen whenever it's three attackers on one and whoever's defending. Let it be Jason Statham, Jet Li. It's always the same. It's always like one guy high, uh, going high, one guy going from the left, one guy going from the right. So it's like the same, like, blocking. That's a Wing Chun thing, like, how to block from all those angles. Mm-hmm. And that's in, like, a lot of those Corey Young movies. But yeah, but yeah, but Frank, yeah, Frank basically yeah, he takes out everyone at the house, um, but, you know, Vince slash Wall Street, which is his character's name in this movie, um, is, is not Wall there. It, it's like Dar- Darren Wall Street Betancourt is his character's name. Who? When do they call him Wall Street? They never do. I think I think you see his name on if you like look very very closely on the computer screen later on in the PlayStation. Like it's it's like because like Lied like pulls up his file and it's like his name's in the file. But yeah, I don't think they ever even say like his name or his nickname or anything. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, Frank steals, steals one of his BMWs, so he has a BMW now. But then uh, lies in the back seat, and then they get back to his house, and like he's like <laughs> you know very grumpy about. <laughs> Have to deal with her now. Ain't much nothing to do with her, but then there's all you know all the wacky hijinks with like she's trying to make him breakfast, and then and then uh, Tarconi shows up, and they're like, "Oh, I'm I'm the new cook." Like, and then we don't know about anything about like uh, a BM like like a house getting attacked or police police getting blown up. Yeah, the inquiry for Frank's place is super suspicious and. Even for it's like, like Tony, he just has to ignore it because he's like, "Yeah, okay, what a lie that feed me." Your your BMW's gone, or like, or like Frank says it got Frank says it got stolen, and then like, so like whoever stole like blew it up with cops inside of it, and they're always like, "All right, yep, uh-huh. uh huh." And then the the fact that cops blew up in his trunk is pretty like <laughs> yeah. washed over. I kind of forgot that too. Yeah, that's that seems like you know Tony seems like he's like you know you know okay with like, what Frank's doing, but, like, cops getting killed should be, like, no, Frank, it's, like, you know, it's over, like, that's... that's I gotta bring you in. Yeah, like, that's that's over the line, Frank. I, like, I, I I don't care what you've been doing for, like, last, like, however many years it's been, but cops are dead now. Because he can forgive, like I said, he can forgive some parts, and then it's, uh, you know, hey, the law got involved, and our officer, some, probably his department died, you know, just... So that's you know that's where the charade has to end. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it does. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, just, he leaves. He's like, all right, fine. And then and then uh, Wall Street's guys show up with crazy like <laughs> like these like insane missiles. Like one of them is like decked out with like a you know like a shark tooth. Like it looks like a attack helicopter or something. It's got like a like a shark mouth on it. And then they 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 blow up Frank's house. But they, uh, but Frank and Lime managed. They managed to escape because Frank has a like secret escape tunnel with like a scuba tank. Which how long has that scuba tank been like under his house? <laughs> like, I guess he has to refill it every few months because it doesn't. It's just sitting there, oxygen rich and just opened. yeah. And also like the mask, like they play, they, like algae would start growing on the mask. Like, like, oh like, yeah, no, sea life would take that yeah. all over. It, it wouldn't just be this pristine tank. Unless every few days he goes down there and replaces it, but yeah, I don't mind. Again, it's a plot thing. Yeah. It's, he it's, knew it's, that's an escape plan. And, but then the movie—it's it's weird because like the movie turns into like a Jacques Cousteau, or, like a, some sort of like ocean documentary. For, like it does go where, on for a while. 
where it's just like, look at this ocean, look, look, this beautiful ocean photography. Like it's like a nature documentary now. Come to South France, where you can yeah. dive in a scuba, yeah. clear waters and scuba <laughs> with the sea life, and occasionally watch a lighthouse explode. Did they, did they swim past like a World War II mine? It looked like they swim past like a mine or something underwater, but. I don't know. It, it, there's a lot of like, it, yeah, like very, much more like scuba <laughs> diving photography. We still have D-Day relics. Yeah. But yeah, they get to, they get to someone someone's house. I got like Frank because like well, apparently Frank is like another rich person's house. Yeah, and he because like and like Lance like is this your house? He's like, what do you think? And then it's just like apparently not. And then, um, and then, and then they go back. So then they go like they go back to Tarconi. Like they go, they go to the police station, like to answer more questions, I guess. Or they get called, like, or like to like talk to Tarconi because the house blew up. Like, like, hey, my house blew up. And then he's like, well, why would why did your house blow up? And the fact like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just oh, can we look into this crime? Wait, they go to Tarconi to find about stuff about wall street well i think that they, they, they go there because they, they it's like they, they go there to like report that frank's house got blown up i guess to like like ease oh. suspicion of them of like hey like my house got blown up by people i don't i don't know like why the, can you investigate this like they blew up my house <laughs> like oh okay i kind of missed that i i thought they were there to do their like spy routine well that's while they're there then they're like oh yeah like Lie gets on the computer. Like, hey, yeah, here's here's like here's like here's the guy. Here's Vince. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. And then she gets like his office location, which he runs like uh, I don't even know what kind of like company. It's just like he has like a, this, he runs like this. He's like the CEO of this like biz, like some sort of business in France. Let me see what they wrote because I I forgot. It just like is it just Human Trafficking Incorporated? Like I I don't know how he's like a. Like he's he's like respected businessman. Yeah. Is it a shipping company? Is that how they get the shipping containers? I think it is. That makes more sense now. Like he runs like like he runs he like he runs like a shipping company, but they're using it to like smuggle people in. I guess. Yeah. Okay. So one, I just look. If you look at the Wikipedia, so that fifty kilograms is one hundred ten pounds. So yeah. Two keys, one hundred and ten pounds. Uh-huh. Give or, give or take, maybe four pounds on that bag, so maybe one hundred and six pounds. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm looking online. What they even said? What business? Uh, like Wall Street had, and it apparently it, it's just business. <laughs> he's just, yeah, he's business. He's a businessman doing business. But then that explains why there is a deal with the Chinese, which is where Rick Young is, and then that's, I guess it's two different evil organizations working together? Appar- yeah, apparently. Like, he's, like, like Rick Young, like, Mr. Kwai is the, uh, he's the guy, like, just the human trafficking guy, and then he's, like, partnered with Wall Street to, like, as, like, the shipping part of it, I guess, or something. But then you, but then you find out Rick Young is Lies father, and then uh, Frank. Then they arrest Frank, and because he's like he's like he like shows up, and then like they like knock him out, and then he gets arrested by Tarconi. And but then Tarconi's like, uh, you know, if man, if you were out of here, you could like probably solve all this. You could probably get resolve this in like a couple hours, right, Frank? Very cl- very slow. I like the 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 kind of playfulness in their conversation, kind of like a Batman and Gordon yep. mm-hmm. thing. Yep. But it's like, there would be way more, like, is this how easy it is to escape from French prisons? Like, French <laughs> jail cells? Just like, had the, the, the main detective just like, leave the cell open or like, like, like conspire with you to like, be a hostage. And someone should have like, knock and be like, hey, we hear you. Like we we speak English too. We know what's going on. But yeah, so but yeah, Frank gets out, and then he is um, he, he basically gets in a boat, and he's like, he goes to attack the uh, 
like st- stop. St- there's like they're loading up the people on the like the docks of like this. Uh, I think it's like Marseille or something. Yep. So he's gonna, he's gonna stop them, which the which also no like Frank only wears his suit like his like trademark transporter suit for like the first like until like his like until he gets back from like like his house and, and from like and then he's wearing like his like polo shirts and like sweaters and stuff. Like, it's like yeah, a very. He, he, he looks like a like a fit dad by the end. Yeah. It's like it's like, it's the most casual like action hero like costumes or like uh clothing <laughs> like because like the, the the other two movies are like oh no he's in the suit for the entire fucking movie like he's never getting out of that suit that's the transporter if he's not wearing the suit he's just shirtless which is yes. still great he's also shirtless yeah. in this for no reason mm-hmm. oh well, well it's, it's it's tactical shirtless because he has to take he takes his like uh like sweater off to like wrap guys up with it <laughs> so. Uh, let's go back to, I just want to talk about how, like, the police, they, like, give a little bit of breathing room from Frank and Tricone so they can get away in Tricone's shitty-ass car. Yep. Uh, they don't give chase. They're just Mm -hmm. done with giving chases at that point. The French police just gave up on car chases. Don't follow me. Yeah, don't follow Okay, like, really? They really were true to their word. Yeah. But yeah, um... I do like the exchange between them where he's just like, hey, you're going to go take him on and you're going to go in this little boat with no gun. And Frank's just like, I got this. <laughs> I scuba once. This is my this, this is my boat. I also planned for this boat that has like machine guns in it. I mean, his plan is pretty cool. It's just infiltrate, but he's not wearing black or anything. He's wearing the same clothes. He doesn't get tactical. He's just wearing the same outfit. Yeah, he's yeah, he's a he's a loose a loose green like 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 uh like sea, seaside like country t- sweater like yeah I forgot, oh my god like it's it's very French you know like yep. in a um like he's gonna have a relaxing wine drink right after this fight but yeah it's a nighttime cargo infiltration and he goes in it like. So you're right. So casual, and it's Where, just like he's got the tough guy look, but he should look like more of an expendable at that point than looking like this. Yeah, put 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 on like a black turtleneck or something, Frank. Like, come on, like put some like grease makeup on so you can blend <laughs> your face yeah. blends in the dark. Something. But yeah, so he 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 figured he's they're loaded up the truck. He tries to stop the truck, um, but then he is forced off. Like he, he basically is forced into like this bus depot, um, and that that's where the like the one like the biggest like the big fight scenes happen. Like the big like climactic fight scenes where he fights he fights a bunch of guys on a bus to start with, and like, a, bus, a bus that has like conveniently just has like metal pipes just all over the place. <laughs> There's just like like metal pipes like lying under the seats of this bus <laughs> that the room pulls out. And that's like a big, like, uh, like you know, close quarters. Probably, probably the best fight, bus fight until uh, you know nobody came out a couple years ago. <laughs> yes, it's close quarters, and then very, um, I don't know, like they also had guns in that, right? A few of the guys no, had guns. No, yeah. they didn't. Frank had the Frank, bus. They didn't. He he had yeah. the knife for no reason. Yep, his his like tiny tactical knife that he like throws at the guy's crotch at one point. <laughs> Yeah, he threatens the one guy, and he just does, he gives up fighting. There was this one guy during that fight where he puts the knife into the guy's throat, and that guy just goes, "I, yeah. I give up." Like, not, nope, yeah, not worth this. <laughs> oh, and then as as you mentioned, like, yeah, uh, Jason Statham is, is shirtless at this point because he took off his he tied up two guys with his like uh, tactical green sweater and like wrapped them up and knocked them out with it. And then and then after, so after the bus fight, then we then we get like the craziest fight. Uh, of the movie, and then I, I feel like it's, like something we haven't even like I don't think I've ever seen like another movie like try to replicate is like the oil fight. That's in like, this he, one. That's that's in the first one. Yeah, like he they they he, they he is a different part of the bus station where it's like all the like oil like the engine grease and all the like bus grease and like these like bins, and he's and he, like classic like he's surrounded by a circle of guys, but then. He Frank starts like dump, he starts dumping out all the oil and then like he dumps it on himself and then he, so then he's like super slippery and they can't grab him and then, and then he puts on he's like he, there's a bike just for a random reason in this like bus depot too and he, <laughs> well, he, he rips, they, they bike more. Yeah, 
he rips he like rips off the bike pedals and puts them on his feet, so that that gives him traction and everyone else doesn't doesn't have traction. And then that's how he like takes out these guys out. It's like he like he's like kicking them like with like these bike pedals on his feet. Which I feel I feel like that is like that, I feel like you still like that all this oil. That around would you, fall. Like, that still would yeah, make you. That'd be like that'd be like you're on ice skates. Like I feel like that, that wouldn't like give you like this like um, like mass amount of traction on oil. Like oh these bike pedals. Like yeah, he's pretty much like walking. Like, yeah, oh no, I mean, he's it's, like it's he, high heel walking, but or like tiptoe. He's, he's almost like he's like almost like doing like ballet or something. He's doing this like like he's like 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 spinning like kicks and stuff and like, like on these bike pedals and. It, again, it's the disbelief of the movie, so I forgive it. It looks cool. It probably gets oh, yeah, it's, it's, to get kicked with some dude bike pedals. Yeah, and uh, then there's like there's also like there's like the one guy there's like the one main guy like like the the guy with like the like chin strap like uh beard like the big guy yeah the big guy who it seems like he should like like. There should be like a like a bigger fight between him and Jay Statham or something, but like he just, just, he just uses him like a human shield, and like he gets like shot a billion times, and like they fall out the fall out the window. There's like there's like no build up to as him as is like like a mini boss or like a one on one fight or anything. He's just like oh no, he got, he just got shot a bunch of times. Like yeah, guys, like, guys, is that guy a real martial artist? I feel like he's I've seen him maybe in like a few yeah things, but yeah. I just feel like for budgeting, they're just like we need to just move this fight on. We 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 have a we have a, we have another giant set piece that involves trucks. Like we have to get to, so yeah, they're just like we're grossly over budget. It's like an Indiana Jones move. It's just you have to be a human shield now. Yeah, and also like an oxygen tank because like <laughs> there's that like J- like uh like Frank like 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 does mouth to mouth underwater with him and steals oxygen from his like long his dead body <laughs> to like stay underwater oh, longer. Cool. Which I feel like you don't see like very often, like action movies. No. The big guy is Jean Martin Paris, Jean Marie Par- Paris. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was apparently in the transporter refuel too. I I would say a different character because, <laughs> but it it feels like he should be like 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 that that was like that should have been like a like a Marco Zoror or something like a like like a. Another crazy like martial arts guy to fight Jason Statham. Yeah, there there actually is like a a very talented martial artist stuntman that shows up. The the French dude with the blonde hair. Yeah, he's been in, he was Scorpion in Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he's Jason Statham's like stunt double during this, but he shows up for this the fight and then just gets knocked out like instantly. <laughs> yeah. That's his, like, on-screen, like, full frontal camera time thing. We just never see him again. Yeah, there, there should have been, like, another martial art equal, but there isn't. It's, like, the best we get is Vince. <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, so Frank escapes the, the bus depot, and then he has to catch up with the truck because it's been, like, well, the entire time he's been fighting these guys in the bus depot, like, this truck has been driving on the highway, the French highway, and it's, it's like, miles away now. And then... He steals a shitty little car and he, he like drives into like he, like blows it up and like like driving like driving it past its limits. Then he hijacks a plane like a contesting plane, and then he parachutes out of the plane onto the truck. And then and then this this whole this whole like final like truck sequence I feel is like it kind of feels like an homage to like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, do you get that vibe, Chris? Where it's like, you know, he, he's like fighting, he's fighting to get like, to, like get into the driver's like cab of the truck. He gets up under the truck. Like, it, it feels, it feels oh, like very Raiders. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that, but makes sense. Yeah, it's a cool homage, Cause, I guess. Because yeah, because like he gets thrown out, he, like, he gets thrown out of the windshield of the truck, and he's like, and he's like under the truck, just like Indy was, and then like he's like climbs his way back up and like get back into the cab, and then. There's like you know like he's fighting a guy in, in like he's fighting like Vince and then like first the driver like the random driver gets like it's like killed like getting run over by the truck after or like no he he's on the door and the door like flies breaks off, off and then he like ditch. and he flies off in a ditch yeah, and he's dead. Uh, and then, I always yeah, thought then, this was a, a reversal of uh, the Fast and the Furious where it was about people trying to hijack a truck, but now it's Jason yeah. Statham trying to hijack a truck from a guy from Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty clever, but they intentionally did that. Uh, yeah, I still give I give props to Wall Street because he 
is doing the work. Like he is, he is, he is a guy that is like not only running a company, not only trying to blow up the transporter. He is actively like in the car. He's with the the human trafficker trafficky people. Yeah, he's a very involved like villain. But I just wish he was either a better martial artist, like a martial artist, or someone in the back shooting. Like he should be the guy in the, an office room shooting at Jason, but not like fighting him. Yeah, he's, he's 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 sort of like um like remember like the like the the bad guy from uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Yeah, like Michael Nyquist, who's like doing everything himself, <laughs> like like unbelievably he, he, doing he, it well. He, he, he had like one, like he had like two henchmen, and he was like like the rest of he's doing himself. Well, technically, he does have he had a lot of henchmen, and then we have Frank killed them it, all. Yeah. So is it supposed to be that they're down to just uh him? Was he the yeah. last one of his gang? Maybe. 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 This deal to transport 400 people might have been worth it, but... We still don't really know why these people are doing human trafficking, or where they're going. Yeah. So, so, somewhere in France, and I guess, like, to, like, sell for, like, labor or something? <laughs> yeah, it's, this whole, the whole scheme is just, like, w- like why why are they doing it? What are they getting from it? Like, wh- like why did they, like, sabotage themselves? <laughs> like... Yeah. We'll never know. The movie never goes any further than this Chinese company was trying to transport Chinese people to a French company to more France. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm fine with it because the only person that actually trying to stop the whole thing wasn't even Frank. Frank is just trying to stop, trying to get back Shi uh, Q. She accused the one that came from America to do like to stop this, and she came in with no guns, no preparation, just came here to complain. Well, maybe maybe that's why, maybe that's why she got transported. She complained to her father about like you can't human traffic people. And he's like, why well, can human traffic you? I'll put you in a bag. Like, <laughs> I want to see that scene. It's just like <laughs> the deleted scene. Yeah, that was a good scene. It's so like crude but it's it makes more sense than what happened to her because like did they pick her up in the airport and then just throw her in the luggage yeah <laughs> she's, she's been in the bag since like wherever rick young came from like from hong kong or whatever like so she's just constantly getting kidnapped this whole i mean she is constantly getting kidnapped this whole movie yeah so yeah uh the the truck scene was pretty cool. It's it, it yeah. definitely tops in the depot scene, but it is if you think yeah. about it, like you said, with the Indiana Jones thing in mind, cool. I just wish they Jason Statham had a hat then. <laughs> yeah, and also like Vin, like Vince slash Wall Street, like his death is a little anticlimactic. Like he just, oh, he just yeah. gets thrown out, thrown out of the truck. Like 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 Jason Statham's like kind of like elbows him a couple times and throws him out of the truck, and then you like I think in the there's like because it's different in the theatrical and the unrated version. In the theatrical version, he's like he's you see him like kind of rolling down the road and he's dead. But in I'm the like I think in the uncut version, like he is like uh, I think he's crushed under the wheels of the truck. Oh, damn! I I because I saw I guess the version I had was just the theatrical, the basic one where yeah they throw him, it goes into a dummy. He pretty much it's it's a survivable <laughs> injury. Mm-hmm. But. No, crush under that, like, French four-wheeler, like, dead. And I'm like, oh, there's still a chance he might come back in a later <laughs> movie, maybe. He probably just has, like, a broken arm or, like, a broken leg or, like, or some really bad road rash, like. <laughs> but yeah, so, but yeah Frank, so Frank has full control of the truck, but he stops it, but then Rick Young is still there, and he, like, marches Jason Statham to, like, the coast to kill him. Well, like one of his other henchmen takes lie off to, like somewhere else, and then, uh, yo, there's a gunshot. Like he's like like he's giving like his like villain monologue, but then you hear gunshot. And he's because like, well, he's talking about like lie. She'll she'll learn to um, appreciate what I do, whatever. Or, like what he's saying, and then the gunshot. He's like, oh, I guess she won't learn what I do. Like <laughs> even she won't get respect for what I do, and you'll be dead too. <laughs> yeah, it's a very. Uh long monologue with pauses usually a villain monologues for yeah. a while this is just straight up let's wait for the it's like a lot of talking and waiting and then it's, a, it's also it's also weird because like because J- jason statham like frank frank is like picks up a rock so like, it seems like he has some sort of plan to like knock him over the head with a rock or something 
but they never but he didn't he just has to do that because we'll Lai shoots him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean because yeah, Lai shoots her own father and then uh that's it. <laughs> they it rescue abruptly. Yes, they rescue all the they rescue all the people. Tekoni shows up, he's like, Good job, Frank. I, that's exactly, exactly as I planned it, it would go. Like I'm the best French inspector here. Like Yeah. My plan works perfectly all the time. I let the the soldier clean up my mess. <laughs> the um, and then Frank's yeah, like, I'm, I'm, then Frank's like, I'm moving to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> but like, they free the people in the truck. Yeah, there's that end scene where yep. they're just getting more human trafficked out of there. Where I guess there's 400 people in that cargo truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like. The movie's smart by not really, like, to show that they all survived, or a good amount of them. But, yeah, that's, like, the human trafficking thing is just, like, a secondary part. Even though it's the main crux of the villain's plans, it's sort of, like, it doesn't help or hinder the plot. It just is there as a scenery. All these people in the truck are just, like, a bunch of extras they put in a truck for, like, one scene. It's not even like a hint at the beginning, the middle, you know, like you don't see any of them. I think you see maybe them being shoved in the truck, but that's about it. Which, I mean, Frank is only in it for like kind of in it for revenge because they blew up his car. They try to kill him and then they blew up his house. But, but even, even, if they, even if they blew up his house, he's just like, I don't, I don't, I'm not getting involved. Like, I'll, I'll buy a new house. I don't care. Like, yeah, he's smart about it. He's just like, nope. Yeah. Listen, I just drive a car. I do not deal in, like, mob enforcement. Plus, it seems like uh, whatever he's been doing, it's all in that underworld that we don't get to see. Like, they didn't they didn't make a cool John Wick underworld yet. They didn't know how to do that uh, yeah. yet. So, yeah, they didn't really want to complicate the story. Well, in, in the, um, the BMW series, like, the higher... Like, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's just criminals that are hiring him. I think it's like there's like a like a bunch of just like random people are like hiring Clive Owen to like do stuff. Like he's like her, like one of his jobs is to like transport this like very like high maintenance uh, actress by like Madonna. That's the guy Richie episode. And mm-hmm. then, but then you find like his manager actually like wanted Clive Owen to like teach her a lesson. So he's like like the whole episode is like kind of like this like comedy one where he's like this like driving re- like super recklessly and like throwing her around the back of the car, giving Madonna whiplash. Basically, his manager's like, "Yeah, teach. You got, you got to knock her down a notch. Like, drive, drive her crazy. Like, do like, teach her lesson by like driving around crazy on town." But yeah, Frank. Frank yeah, Frank is def- Frank is all uh, all random criminals. You know, <laughs> well, but, then, but then, but then, too, like he's too, 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 he's doing that like super long term job of like driving like. The wealthy family is like he's like the chauffeur for like their, the wealthy family. So I, mean, I get it. You just you just blew up South France human yeah. trafficking ring. You can't yeah. just be um, jumping into more underground stuff, especially when he skirts by the repercussions. Yeah, like there's. There's no like yeah, Tarconi doesn't care. Like the police are just minimal police. <laughs> like Yeah, he, he I mean he granted he lost his home and his album of childhood photos that he kept <laughs> on a bookshelf. Well, now, I don't want to get into that because that's a time sink of that yeah. just casually being there and you see actual young Jason Safety photos. <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, I think I think that'll do it for the transporter. Still, still, still holds up. Still, like besides besides the plot that now that we've seen it like very recently, it makes no sense. But the action action holds up really well. Uh, like Jason Statham, still like this is like you know the birth of him being like the you know action movie badass that we all know and love today. And also, also definitely like that, like the whole like you know the French kind of that French European action like. There's a whole bunch of that in this era too, of like you know, Luke Besson was producing a bunch of stuff for like Louis Terry is like directing a bunch of stuff for. Yeah, Luke Besson making his like 2000s debut is pretty strong. It um, it weans a little bit, you know, later on, but 
in, in this, it's great because it's not like he's making the professional again. He's not making Leon the professional all over again. Mm-hmm. He does something different and and like it definitely is like a uh, the European action is slower because it's not like constant barodment and there's not a lot of tech use. It's it's basically like we need to get from point A to point B and do as much like explanation how to get there or show you how he, they do it. They don't care. <laughs> like there's no magician, you know. There's no magic thing. We have we have to show Jason Statham running across this field to this plane. <laughs> like, yeah, I running through the woods. Like I think whoever made like when when they made Crank, they were like, we love that scene where Jason Statham is panic at running through the countryside. <laughs> Let's just make a yeah. whole series of movies based on that concept of panic running mm. Jason Statham. Yeah. Which I love if you think about Jason Statham's movies. The Crank series is like, hey, what if Frank had no car and, and basically did a bunch of crazy shit all the time? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, yeah um, that, but yeah, that, crank, that crank, gets up later in his career. Yeah, Crank is like definitely like next, like that's like the next evolution. Like, Transporter is like one level, and then Craig is like the next level. Like that's like peak. That's like ultimate Statham. <laughs> like yes. But yeah, check out check out the transporter you haven't seen in a while. It's 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 still great. Um, and come back next week. We are talking about a uh, one of our favorites that's celebrating its thirty uh, fifth anniversary. Uh, the eighties skateboarding classic, Gleaming in the Cube. Uh, we'll, we'll be diving into all all that, uh, <laughs> which it, it, you know we're talking about the plot of this one of, of the transporter. Man, the plot of the cube is ridiculous. <laughs> so we'll get into all that. We'll get into all the skateboarding, all the all the cameos. Tony Hawk shows up. Uh, Pizza Hut is a, is a major plot point. <laughs> so all that next week. Gleaming the cube. Check that out and before uh, next week's episode, and then come back and listen to that. And uh, head over to the site for all of our usual stuff, everything.com. We got all of our reviews and trailers and news and all, everything else up there. Just head over and check a lot of stuff out. And uh, yes, for Chris, I'm Zach, and we will see you next week. For more Everything Action, head to www.everythingaction.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, at EVAction, on Facebook by searching for Everything Action, and follow us on Instagram at everything.action. You can also subscribe and get more episodes on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify.